You're listening to episode 82 of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and today I wanted to do a little bit of a self-care collective roundup. I've done a couple of these in the past, and I always tell myself I'm going to do one of these a month because they're really fun episodes to do, and they require a lot less research than some of my uh, other episodes and a little less brain power. And for the sake of sanity, I'm like, you should do one of these episodes every month because people love them and it makes this whole process a little bit easier, right? So I want to take as many breaks. Well, I'm finally doing one. And this month, I wanted to talk about three things that I have been doing to kind of up and shift my self-care a little bit. Um, One of the major purchases that I made that actually wasn't that expensive and that has been changing the way I fall asleep. Um, Some things I've been doing around the home and in my digital life. So let's go ahead and dive into it. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. If you're a first-time listener or a new listener to the Mindful Productivity Podcast, I want to say welcome and thank you for listening. Recently, I've gotten quite a few new messages in the past week or so from people that have been telling me, hey, I just found your podcast and it's so helpful. And this is so amazing because I've been running this podcast since February of 2018 and it's been so fun to watch it grow and connect to all of you. So hey, if this is the first time you've been listening or you're just a few episodes in and you've been enjoying it, I would love for you to come on over to Instagram and tag me. I'm at Mindful Productivity Blog or shoot me a DM and let me know that you're listening and enjoying the show. It really means a lot to me and I love to have conversations with all of you online. Also, if you didn't know, I create a ton of different journals and planners. Well, not a ton, but I have two specifically that may help you when it comes to cultivating more mindfulness, living with intention, and boosting your productivity. The first one is the Undated Mindful Productivity Planner. This is my bestseller and it's so helpful. And as we get closer into fall and we round out the end of the year, this is the perfect time to buy the planner because it's a great way to really start being intentional, not only about what's going to come up in the new year, but also how you want to round out the end of the year. So often, I know I do this, it's like the end of the year rolls around and I think, well, it's only a couple more months or like, eh, like the holidays are going to be here and I don't really have time to think about goals or plans. But this is honestly one of the most fun times to create goals and set plans and it can really help you build the momentum into the new year. So go ahead and check out the Mindful Productivity Planner. You can find that on Amazon. You can also find a more in-depth video and how it all works by visiting mindfulproductivityblog.com. You'll find a link to it there. I do have a free hour long, if not 90 minute a long workshop on YouTube. You can find a link to it on the website as well that walks you through how to use the entire planner and the whole planning process. And hey, even if you don't end up buying the planner, there's tons of tips in there that are going to help you when it comes to mindfulness, setting intentions, reaching your goals, and so much more. So definitely check that out. The second one is the daily productivity and brain dump book. 
People tell me that this helps them a lot, whether they use it right in the morning, or I have one person that reached out to me who's a nurse and says she uses it at the end of her nursing shift before she goes home and it helps her declutter her brain. Basically, this is a 90-day undated daily planner that helps you do a structured daily brain dump and then map out your main two projects that you want to accomplish for the day and it helps you walk you through all the steps that you need to do that. I love this book so much and I created it because I love doing brain dumps, but sometimes I look at a blank piece of paper and I have nowhere, no idea where to start. So I created daily brain dump templates for you in this book that are guaranteed to help you out. So let's go ahead and jump into the podcast today. I want to talk to you about the self-care collective things that I have been doing, the roundup that I love uh, creating for you guys and what's been going on. So the first thing is if you follow me on Instagram, A while back, I posted a video to my uh, feed where I shared that I bought a weighted blanket and I was like in bed with it and I was like, I bought a weighted blanket and I was super excited and I recorded that right after I got home with it. And since then, I've been using it for quite a while now. And I have to say, I was really, I've really, this has really kind of changed the game for me. Now, a little bit of background and like what are weighted blankets. So basically weighted blankets are just what they sound like. They are typically filled with um, weighted materials and layers of like blanket material and fibers that make them heavier. And then they also typically have some kind of like beads in them. Now the one I got I really like because it actually has glass beads. And a lot of weighted blankets I see on the market have like plastic beads. And you know, I'm always trying to like do my best to find like the most sustainable thing. So I like the idea that these this blanket I got has glass beads um, instead of plastic ones. So basically here's what I got. And I'll leave a link in the show notes to this exact blanket. I did buy it from Costco and I did buy it in store, but you can buy it online, but obviously you'll need a Costco membership to order it online, but I'll leave a link to it anyway. It's the Pendleton weighted blanket. It is, I think, let me actually go to the site that I have linked here. It's not like um, like a king or queen size. It's actually 48 inches by 72 inches. And it's like, for me, I'm 5'5". Five five. It's the perfect size for like just me. So like it covers me head to toe. Um, I think I can like pull it over my head if I wanted to. And it's, the, it's a great size. And I was actually surprised, like it weighs 15 pounds. And typically they recommend that if you use a weighted blanket, you should um, buy, like there's different weighted amounts at Costco with this one, they only had 15 pound ones. So I was like, that's what I'm getting. But typically you want to get a weighted blanket that's anywhere from 10 to 12% of your body weight. So they have weighted blankets for kids that are like three pounds. And then they have heavier weighted blankets that are like 20 pounds. Um, The 15 pound one is heavy. And it's so crazy because it weighs 15 pounds, but it's like dead weight in a blanket and it's dispersed. So when I'm like pulling it over on myself at night in bed, it's like actually really heavy. Um, and it's definitely like hard to move around. So keep that in mind. It's definitely not something that you could just like throw in your backpack and take with you. Um, it's definitely a heavy weighted blanket. But anyway, I bought this at Costco after I went for an eye exam and I was kind of like wandering around Costco because I like my eyes were dilated and I couldn't see. And I found this weighted blanket and I was like, I've been wanting one for years. And normally they're like, I don't know, $200 or more. And this was only 70 bucks. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I got the weighted blanket. I brought it home. And um, the first night I had it, I laid in bed with it. And I actually just watched a show. I think I watched like uh, 
Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or something. And um, I was feeling kind of a little overwhelmed. And I was surprised how the blanket actually helped calm me down a little bit. I will be honest, after about an hour of having it on me, like it was really, really hot. Um, that's one thing I didn't think about. It's where it's like end of summer going into fall here. And so it's not really the time quite yet for a really warm blanket. But I do like that it is really warm. Um, so in the winter, it'll be great. Um, but it did help calm me down. But here's the thing that's really been life changing for me and why I'm so glad and why I think this was a totally awesome investment. I struggle a lot with insomnia and I have a hard time falling asleep. Um, it helps when I'm, you know, consistent with not looking at my phone and not being, you know, on on my computer late at night before I go to bed. Um, but regardless of that, I always have a hard time like falling asleep, my thoughts race, blah, blah, blah. One thing I've noticed is I have usually just been putting this over like the top half of my body and that's because Bella sleeps like in my legs pretty much, this 70 pound bulldog. And I don't know how, but it's like I, I couldn't sleep without her now. I'm used to it. But so anyway, I don't want to put the weighted blanket over her. So I just put it over like either um, my chest or like my back, depending on if I'm laying on my stomach or not. And it has helped me fall asleep. I'm not even kidding. It usually takes me 45 minutes to an hour or more to fall asleep. I've been falling asleep in probably five minutes or less. Like, I'm not even kidding. I put on the blanket, I turn off the lights, and there's something about the weight of it that just, like, slows my breathing and turns off my brain and helps me fall asleep. And because I've been able to fall asleep so quickly now, I have been getting more sleep and I've been sleeping deeper. I'll be honest, there are some nights where I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh my God, this thing's so hot and heavy and I have to like throw it off of me. But for the most part, I like don't even like move that much in my sleep now and I just fall asleep. So it's kind of like this big hug and it grounds me and weighs me down and helps me fall asleep. And honestly, if I had known that this would do that, I would have bought this thing years ago, years ago. So this has really been a game changer for me in my sleep because that was my biggest problem was falling asleep. So I totally recommend it. Now, I will tell you that there's not like a whole lot of like peer-reviewed science to back up claims that weighted blankets help with like depression or anxiety um, or anything like that. But it does make me feel better and it does help me fall asleep. And I'm a big believer that if you try something and it helps you, awesome, right? Like there's not always going to be scientific studies for every single product on the market. So um, if you want to get one and try it, it is a bit of an investment. Um, or if you know someone that has one, like try it out. Let me know what you think. Um, I'd be curious to see how, um, how you like it. So the second thing that I have been doing when it comes to my self-care, and I'll be honest, I'm a little, I'm still a little like, about this, but it took me finding a giant spider in my apartment, and that's all I'm going to say because I don't. I know that I'm terrified of them, and I know other people are, and it's like, you don't need the details. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> but I found one, and it terrified me, and it led me to, like, deep cleaning my apartment, okay? Because, like, I've been leaving the door open pretty much all day so Bella could go in and out, and nope, that's not a thing anymore. So, but what this led me to was realizing how important it is for me to really not only feel like I have a cozy place, but really remember how much my home is my sanctuary. It really truly is. And currently I'm living in a, I think my square footage in where I'm living is 167 square feet. 
I swear I'm going to do some kind of walkthrough video tour of my place. If you wanted, if you do want to see some photos, um, I do have photos on my Instagram at Mindful Productivity Blog. And there are stories where I have uh, a highlight section that says, I think it says studio. And you can like see what it looks like for the most part. Um, but I'm staying here while my husband is still overseas. And it has, I love it. I love the way I have it set up. It's super cozy. But because I went from living in an apartment last year that was like about mm, like 650 square feet to under 200, I don't have that much room for stuff. And I don't have a whole lot of stuff with me right now, but it's amazing how many blankets I have. And mainly I have so many blankets because Bella's a dog and she's next to me all day, 24-7. And, you know, dogs make things stinky. So we have a lot of blankets so that laundry's a little bit easier. But I didn't have a place for all of them. So, like, I've stuffed a bunch of them under the bed and under the couch. And um, anyway, the other day I decided because of the incident that I was going to clean up the entire studio. And so um, took blankets out, decided to do some laundry, stuff like that, and moved a bunch of stuff out of the studio. And here's here's what really, like, kind of was eye-opening to me was that... I had, like, I had some bags of, like, clothes and stuff that, like, winter clothes and things I wasn't using that were kind of just, like, stuffed behind my makeshift kitchen, and I couldn't even see them during the day. Like, I couldn't even see them, but when I took them out and put them in storage, um, I was amazed at how I just felt so different in the space. Like, even the things that I couldn't see were totally impacting my environment and my mood more than I realized. And I was just thinking about how that's what a like lovely parallel that is to other aspects of our lives, right? Just because we can't see something doesn't mean it's not affecting us, like obviously, right? But this was huge for me and it really kind of led me down this other personal growth development journaling thing. So I've been like journaling and really meditating and thinking a lot about other things in my, you know, in my mind or in my psyche or in my memories or whatever that that maybe I don't see every day or maybe don't come up that often, but how, how much are those things really impacting me, especially now? And I just, I really liked that. I really like that little reminder. And I like finding things in the tangible world that remind us to look inward. Um, and I also realized in doing this, like I had a bunch of stuff under my desk that was kind of like piled, like I had some bags and my little cute watermelon cooler and like all these other things. But when I organized them and put them in some tubs and like moved them and like really took time, I realized how important and lovely it is to be able to see empty space around things and to have empty space where empty space should be. So like to have nothing under my desk, to have my countertops as clear as they can be, to to not have more of Bella's toys and stuffed animals stuffed on the end of the bed between my bookshelf and the bed, to actually have that place be clear of clutter and to be able to see the floor. And like these these things sound so obvious, but they've completely shifted the dynamic and how I feel at home. And they've really made my home feel more like a sanctuary because I'm I'm an INFP, I'm a homebody. These things are really important to me. So I really, really liked that. I also realized that, um, so for my birthday this past year, I actually bought a bunch of Squishmallows, which are these like little and giant stuffed animals. They're totally for children and I'm in my 30s and I freaking love them and I no shame. I So I bought myself uh, quite a few of those for my birthday and I had them like all up behind my couch. Um, 
if you go to my Instagram, you'll see photos of them somewhere. I love them. But I had them all like piled onto my couch and I decided to throw them all in a bag and I'm going to move them to to do some more deep cleaning and stuff. And so they're not currently in my apartment anymore. And I realized that like I actually am happier with them not all there. Like I love all of them. But what it really made me realize was that – Well, first of all, I want to find a shelf for them. But it made me realize that, like, I actually would be happier just having one of them out at a time. You know, I don't know about you, but sometimes, like, I have this belief that if I have a bunch of things I love, then all those things need to be out on display, like, all at once. And what I'm finding is I actually enjoy more of my things when I have them, like, specifically curated, like, specifically on or out at different times, And there's an episode, let me get that episode number. In episode 37, I talk about, this is totally an episode worth going back and and listening to. I actually also created like a whole checklist for this, but I talk about nine ways to get your life organized for fall. You'll definitely want to like download that checklist and print it out. It's so helpful. Um, But I I talk about this. I talk about other ways to, to get yourself organized. And one of the things I talk about in that podcast episode is like basically rearranging your space. And one thing I do, um, like I try to do every Friday is like look at my desk and be like, okay, what do I want to keep on my desk for next week? And like, what do I want to like, like what's different that I want to use? Sometimes it's as simple as like, I want to keep using this mug or I want to switch it out. Like right now I have this mug and it says the the mountains are calling and it makes me really happy in the fall. It like just makes me think of camping trips I've taken with my husband and stuff like that. And so that's going to be on my desk. That's going to be my main coffee mug I use for a while. But then I've like got some other stuff. Like I have some fake flowers that are like very like spring and summery. And I'm like, you know, I think it's time to put those in storage and it's time to bring out like the fall florals, right? Like I did a little um, IGTV IGTV video and a YouTube video of um, how you can make really cute fall floral arrangements from like the dollar store, dollar general or wherever you go. And um, that was really fun. So I so I'm bringing those out. So my point is, is that this self-care activity that I've been working on is like really making my home like really lovely. And I so I've learned that like I don't need all everything out at once. I like having more like empty white minimal space in in my uh, studio right now, and it's feeling really good. Um, another episode you might want to go listen to if this is a topic of interest for you um, is episode 61 of the podcast. It's seven ways to organize your life and spring clean your mind. And um, it's not necessarily specific to springtime, but I talk about just different organizational strategies, um, both physically and for your mind. And that one's really helpful. Speaking of decluttering, the third thing I'm going to talk about today that's really been helping with my self-care is um, digital decluttering. And so this is also a productivity strategy, but honestly, too, like it's totally a sanity measure because it really has really helps me feel better. And so I've been working on digitally decluttering specifically my MacBook. So I have a Mac desktop and then I have a MacBook Pro. And I honestly haven't been using the laptop a whole lot. I haven't been going to coffee shops uh, the past couple of months a whole lot. Um, I just haven't. I've been doing a lot of like outdoor paper planning this summer, but I haven't really used my laptop a whole lot. And one of the reasons I don't use it is because it's kind of slow because there's a bunch of crap on there. So what I did is um, on both my desktop and my MacBook, I actually went through um, over the weekend and deleted like a ton of downloads that I had in my downloads folder. 
Um, you know, and like maybe like wherever, whatever kind of computer you use, whether it's um, a desktop like Windows or Mac, there's a folder typically that your downloads go, right? And this is like one of the biggest sources of like just stuff that gets, it's usually duplicates. Like usually I find myself like downloading the same photo again and again so that I can upload it somewhere again and again because like I don't have it in a specific place. So like there were like 10 copies of different files and PDFs and folders and um, they were, they're just taking up space on my computer. So I da- like I took some time and deleted all of them. And I'll tell you, on my laptop, I found a bunch of stuff in my downloads folder. I'm not even kidding. From 2016, around the time I was like starting my first um, my my business and starting my first blog back when it was all on sarahsteckler.com and like. I was like focusing on being a self-love coach and that was fun and everything. But like I had all these graphics and things that were like so old and not relevant and all these, gosh, I was at that time in my business, I was like opting into any and every freebie ever. And like it was a hot, I was a hot mess. I'll have to talk about that at some other point. But I went in there and I immediately felt this like nostalgia and I was like, I can't delete these things. And then I was like, okay, keep like, so I I created a keep folder on my desktop and I'm like, keep these things, but then like delete the rest. So I went through and I just highlighted everything, like all these old PDFs from like big name people now that like at the time in 2015, 2016, were like kind of just kind of up and coming, you know, like weren't nearly as visible as they are now. And I had like a bunch of PDFs from them and freebies. And I just decided to delete all of them because it was like, when are you really going to use these? You're not, you haven't opened these. You didn't even know they existed since 2016. So anyway, I digitally decluttered my download folders and that felt so good and I'm creating a whole process for being a lot more mindful about like how I keep things organized and how I download things um, and I want to create a little mini course about that too but so that was the first thing I did um, I cleared off tons of duplicate files because I back up all of my files my husband got me an external hard drive a couple years ago and so I backed up my computers there and a lot of files that I have are just duplicates on my laptop like they're just duplicate files I don't need to have them there so I deleted those and um, and then I also have been working on moving files to the cloud so to Google Drive as needed so for example when I create this podcast I have a whole workflow in place of like standard operating procedures and stuff that I go through And one of the things is to upload all the podcast episodes into Google Drive. So like they're not taking up space on my computer. So I've been getting back into the habit of doing all those things, you know, keeping a clear desktop, deleting screenshots on my phone, um, and then changing up the background on my computer, you know, to match either my mood or the season. That's another thing you can do every week. It's kind of fun. Um, But those are the main things that I've been doing to digitally declutter. And I totally consider it an act of self-care because it helps my mental sanity. So there's that. So those are the three main things that I have been kind of focusing on that have really been helping me, like the weighted blanket with my sleep, so helpful, Um, really making my home more of a sanctuary and digitally decluttering. So I hope those things were helpful and gave you some ideas for maybe some things you want to do uh, this fall or whenever you're listening. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, please head over to iTunes and leave a written review. These help so much. And um, the podcast continues to grow. Um, It's September 2019 at the time of this podcast, and we're nearing 70,000 downloads. That is, like, mind-blowing to me. So it's all because of all of you who are listening. So thank you so much. Um, If you do want to find more resources 
or anything like that, head on over to mindfulproductivityblog.com or come say hi on Instagram. I'm at mindfulproductivityblog. Um, I'm really excited about next week's episode. I have an amazing guest joining us to talk all about writing and productivity. So if you're a writer or interested in starting writing, you're not, you will not want to miss it. So I will talk to you guys and see you next week. <laughs>